I wouldn't want to live off of just that, but they've done research to find out what all vitamins and minerals and proteins and everything that is in it. Just that. I'd be happy if she lived on that at all. (laughs) You guys are always talking about semen on here. I'm kind of of getting concerned. The shower is a scary place, Megan. The sooner you accept (laughs) that, the better for everyone. (laughs) I'm going to take my my notes on conversational topics from the fucking (laughs) vagina maggot lady. Oh, hi. I didn't see you there. I'm Patrick. I'm Kane. This is Ray. And you're listening to The Worst Thing Ever. Today's episode... Shots. I wanted something funny the other day. I was in a pissy mood. And um, I found that the Kids in the Hall entire series is on Instant. And I was like, well... I think maybe instead of the third trip through Mitchell and Webb, I'm going to dive down that little hole. It's not All been right. on Netflix, but, but the box set of that has kept me company on many a not-so-good mood day. I, I found that overall, at least the first season is a lot more uneven than I remember. Like The, the, oh, the first the, season's all over the fucking place. The, the misses are are much worse than I think any sketch show I've seen as far as, as miss. But then all it took was the, the, I, I'd pretty much forgotten it, but all it took was the, uh, the first, um, 30 Helens agree sketch that I saw again. I was like, Oh my God. (laughs) See, I think that's why I liked the kids in the hall so much though, over other sketch, uh, groups, because even their misses are so fucking bizarre and obtuse that it's, it's entertaining anyway. And it's train wreckedness. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I watched this one sketch the other night that was just all like it it was it felt very much Saturday Night Live. Like it um except it wasn't even a funny premise and it just went on way too long. You know, it's I this... think everyone just has their loyalties. I Justin is like a diehard Kids in the Hall fan and I enjoy it um and was exposed to it mostly because of him and I really like, you know, the state and like we were watching some UCB the other day and those are not things that you know, he has a history with and he was like pointing out every joke that fell flat. So I, I don't know. I mean, (laughs) I'm still a huge, huge fan. Um, if I had to say, if I had to pick a best sketch comedy, it would probably still be the state, but kids in the hall would probably be close second. I I think, I think, um, like there's, there's my personal preference and there's like, uh, empirical quality. Uh, uh, and funny, I think I may agree with you that the state is probably um, widest appeal. UCB just caters to my kind of funny a lot more. So yeah. UCB is another hit and miss one, but I, I, the hits are fantastic, and the theme episodes are grand. I just it was the first That's show fun. like that that I ever watched that um, seems that weird. Ha- under the speakers and your headphones. Oh, um, oh my god, it's... she turned into a man. Yeah. It's a man, baby. Justin just um, delivered me a large cup of ice from the nearest drive-through restaurant, so that I don't have to have gin and tonics without ice. So, oh, and at this point, I think it's a good time for shots, gentlemen. I- I've got scotch. Okay, I'm I went, I went to Costco right and, and got scotch. Specific, like strategic drinking. It's like high goofiness to ounces of uh, alcohol ratio, so it's good for drinking. Being goofy on a podcast and then sobering up quickly. Yeah, not good. You need to be crushed. There, there should be no recovery. Like the the <laughs> the entry point of the alcoholic tunnel shouldn't even be in your view when we stop recording. That's why I'm sad, Patrick. This is explaining a lot of why you don't remember anything we talk about ever. And yet, it got me on an album cover. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Okay, so... um. I have an idea for a new segment, and uh, you feel free to cut this or not, but I, I thought it would be fun. So I don't know how many listeners we actually get. Um, Four. Yeah, it's probably like it's probably the people on the podcast, and that's it. The proofs are pretty <laughs> much only the distribution we need. But uh, here's a fun thing for uh, for our dedicated two listeners that are bedridden in the Himalayas somewhere. Um, what I want you guys to do is uh is send me an email at uh contact at worst dash thing dash ever dot com and uh 
basically ask one of the members of the podcast a question, any question you like, and uh, completely at random, we will pick a question, we will answer it, and for being chosen, you will get um, a prize out of Bad Servo's Closet of Horror and Mystery. I will send some lucky listener some random shit from the garage, which I just cleaned today, and uh, and oh. that will be fantastic. Oh, so, Could oh, we Lord, tell me. In? Let me tell you, you don't want that stuff. <laughs> it no. is worse than the worst thing ever. No, no, it's good stuff. It's fantastic and only somewhat stained. You know what? We should have a something at worstthingever.com email address. Can we not set up an email alias that goes to all of us so we can be like, look yeah. at this fucking hose bag? I can make that happen. Okay, make that happen and then it splice it in in like a shit robot voice and be like, yeah, yeah, send that <laughs> to me. Send me an email too. Blah, blah, blah. Best message redacted. <laughs> send it to message redacted at uh, worstthingever.com. Contact at worst-thing-ever.com. What, what's you it? could call it the mystery meat contest. <laughs> <laughs> The garage, the hidden, <laughs> the garage of forbidden mystery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be our garage. That is for sure. The garage of hidden mystery reminds me of something. Actually, um, has anyone has anyone actually used a 3ds yet, or is it just me? I, I, no, I, I haven't even seen one in use. I was standing next to one, but I haven't personally used it. Yeah, <laughs> Emily I says touched it's one like once. looking <laughs> through a window. Okay, yeah, me and my daughter went to Best Buy, and they had a demo model. And she looked at it, and she's like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it's like looking through a window. I tried to play it. Now, let me explain my experiences in a, in a, in a something of a <laughs> metaphor. Imagine that my eyeballs are tiny Asian <laughs> men who have allied themselves with Nazis, okay? What? Now, let's imagine that those Asian men have opened the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> That is the result that the 3DS had on my eyeballs in approximately 20 seconds of use. I tried to play Pilot Wings and was like, oh god, reality melted around me. Like, oh, it was horribly painful. And that's because your eyeballs are old. Oh, Leslie, uh, yeah. does your company need a fat computer tech, by the way? <laughs> you know, I'm available. Like I saw oh, undercut. Something like that. Yeah. Are are you unemployed now? I'm very I'm extremely unemployed. Like if if unemployed was a sport, I would be the extreme edition. He's winning and he's, unemployed. He's, oh, he's got a whole page of his he's got a whole page of his resume dedicated to fat too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, like you don't have to insulate I, my office at all because I come that way. I pass a billboard every way, day on my way to work. That's like, do you know Linux? We're hiring. And I just have to think that, like, whatever company this is, if they have a billboard, it's... It's uh, probably creepy. Yeah. I'm, well, it's just like creepy. one guy. It's just like <laughs> one guy in a self-storage unit, like, with a teddy bear head banded <laughs> to his face, and he just, like, wants to whip you with a bullwhip while you say, root me, root me. <laughs> Anybody who, who actually approves ad copy that says, do you know Linux? I assume that that building <laughs> is just, like, an infinite cube farm, and every at the corner of every single cube is a thing that is a printer that says PC load letter. Like, that is the environment <laughs> you're walking into. Yeah. <laughs> Butter. It should just be like Got Linux, and it's just like a man eating <laughs> penguin <laughs> with a blood on his fucking mustache. Do you realize that like we're all ad okay theoretically adults and can do whatever we want? How yeah. come we don't take advantage of this opportunity? I do. I do. I do. do you? I feel like I don't. Like this every now and again, like every couple of years, this thought occurs to me. is like, holy shit, I can do whatever we want. It happened to me when I lived in Athens. I was just talking to my roommate. I was like, hey, dude, when's the last time you went to fucking showbiz pizza? And he's like, oh, I don't know. It's been like a decade. I was like, we can go whenever we want. And we went to showbiz pizza. Uh -huh. It was kind of weak <laughs> because it wasn't showbiz pizza anymore. It was Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck yeah. E. Cheese gay farce but the point still stands yeah no i i i have done that recently and gone to disneyland and bought legos while there dude i swear i can fucking do that even though it wasn't um even though it wasn't the best film like the best documentary like i watched the rock of fire explosion documentary the other day and i almost teared up over just the loss of such an amazing enterprise so sad 
So I don't know what that is, but I'm piecing together that it was um, a documentary about about showbiz pizza. Okay, I'm sure a couple of years ago, since it went viral, you saw these YouTube videos of some guy that had basically built all, like assembled all the animatronic yeah. characters from showbiz, and they like had reprogrammed them to do modern songs. Yes. It's basically a docu. Okay, the Rock of Fire Explosion was the name of the animatronic band at Showbiz Pizza, oh. and the documentary basically talks about the rise and fall of Showbiz, the guy that created the animatronic magic for it, and sort of the weird Uber fans that carried on um, after they shut down uh, in a time prior to the internet when you know finding like-minded people was difficult, and yeah. it kind of focuses on this one guy that that met the guy that did the animatronics and resurrected it it's it's kind of cool it's worth watching but it's not great it's not like a king of kong well done documentary but it's it's damn entertaining i'll watch it with you on hulu because it's on hulu now okay that's got to be even harder than like the you know keep swapping the tapes part of mystery science theater like how do you keep that community alive (laughs) pre-internet dude dedication i don't i mean with when you introduce a global community and I've had this conversation with Ashley before. Like, there's three people out there, no matter what the topic is, that are willing to kill themselves for it. Uh, case in point, we really did clean our garage today. I shit you not, I threw out over 200 VHS tapes that I uh, VHS cassette tapes that I had dubbed. <laughs> I will have to do that wow. eventually. Yeah, it was like all anime, and I was like, "Oh wow, so much of my life is now disposable." Man, Yay. when 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 the day comes and I and my dad kicks it, and I have to go help like clean up the house. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh man, there's going to be a magnetic bonfire that day. And what's <laughs> what's sad is that I could basically get all of that content that he's got in higher quality and mm-hmm. fit it fit it on a hard drive smaller than my cell phone. Ah, uh, the passage of time is sad. Sad to you, old fuckers. Fuck all those people who always say, oh, man, the good old... Oh, the good old days. Back in the good old days. Yeah, I like having a cure for polio. Fuck you, old people. (laughs) That's it. Well, I'm almost 30 this year, and I finally have hips and breasts now. I'm excited. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm just feeding her pudding around the clock. Insulated pubic hair. So she's on like the the time dilated development scale. She's gonna hit menopause at like eighty five. <laughs> <laughs> no, I finally gained like fourteen pounds, and so that's where it went. And I was happy because now I actually have a figure instead of looking like a scrawny thirteen year old boy. Now you Megan's look like a hell of a scrawny thirteen year old girl. <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> that's not fair. I always felt you you looked like a action figure girl. Oh. <laughs> well, thank you. Minus the tits, because all action figure girls have large ones, and I never have, even still. Uh, take it from my wife. She says they're not that great. <laughs> Big boobs. <laughs> for, yeah. for a second, the way I was parsing that, I thought she was knocking Ashley's tits, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> dude. It's so funny, though, because, like, um, one of the one of the last girls I dated before Ashley was fairly well endowed and constantly bitched that they didn't make like cute clothes for well endowed women. And then Ashley what? constantly bitches that they don't make clothes that fit underdeveloped women. <laughs> There's no happy medium to be had for women. No, you have to have the perfect size, or it just doesn't work. So I I was going to talk about this, and it's good to do it now while Ashley's around and can kind of be counterpoint to my obnoxious point. I don't know that I want to do this. (laughs) Well, one of the things that I have historically done as a a sort of um, sign of solidarity with with my betrothed here. I don't know that that's what you really want to call it, but okay. like, yeah, I will go to church with her once a year on Easter because, you know, that's one of the big days for the for the Jesus death cult. Um, <laughs> and every time I go, like, I kind of don't mind because I find a, a lot of, of humor value to it. Like a couple of years ago, we went to like her old church and they did this whole series of Calypso numbers based around the resurrection, which was hilarious. Oh my! God. There were I shit you not. There were steel drums. They're singing about Jesus. It was it was amazing. But um, so we went this year, 
and I, I have my sort of list of observations I made about the service. And, and I, <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> I just want people to chime in and, so, and yeah. To, to be clear, we're doing an audio blog of you reviewing Easter. Well, not so much a blog. Easter at church, not just Easter in and of itself. Easter at church. This is, and it's one of these mega churches with like dual projectors, so you can see every facial hair. It's not a mega church. It's a pretty big church. It's a church. I grew up in rural anything. It's totally a mega church. No, it's Sunrise, and we have like three hundred members. We're not one of those like couple thousand member churches. Yeah, my church had like 12 pews when I was growing up, so it's a fucking big church. I don't give a shit what anybody says, and it's like multiple buildings. When I grew up, my church was uh, my dad sitting in the bathroom taking so, a shit and reading the Bible. Okay, so, here's here's yeah, here's your, your church is gigantic. Multiple buildings because we have Korean, Spanish, Vietnamese, and English speaking services all at the same time. Here's the test: Does the I'm going to go with the English speaking, assuming that's the largest audience. Okay. Does the English-speaking preacher uh, have a lapel or uh, ear, um, you know, headset? New kids on the block, mic. Ear That's, headset. Yes, that is the test. If you've got a yep. handheld wireless mic, small church. Lapel mic, over the ear mic, big church. Big church, then. Yeah. Then the one we go to okay. is a big church. Okay. So the first thing I noticed was. All of the songs that they sing, I hear every year, and they're phenomenally dreary. Like all Christian singing, except <laughs> for like, like um, Deep South um, African American Baptist churches have that same cadence where it's like, "It's not what they sound like." It's awful, and I was just thinking, like, <laughs> if atheists need work, we should write Christian songs because we could do better. We could do way better just by mixing up the cadence. Every time they sang one, I just want to be like, do under the bridge, you know, fucking <laughs> elevate. Are you telling me those guys didn't do Our God is an Awesome God? The most <laughs> popular, airy, meaningless. No, we didn't, actually. not. See, let me tell you the kind of person I am. I, I kind of want to, like, do whatever it is involved, like, go study under someone and become a priest, or, or not a priest, but, a, you know, a preacher, just so that I can one day in the in the far future start a service and be like you know turn turn to page 374 in your hymnal and then just go off Rammstein style where i'm like ah oh, father <laughs> you know just fucking just to mix it up just to mix it up but, see and i was um, i was assuming you were going to find a way to rickroll them no 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 <laughs> that's too easy people have done that it's been done See, I suppose because they think they have more um, traditional. And the Lord type, will never you give will. you up. <laughs> they did go more hymnal style the, on Easter Sunday than they usually do. Another thing I was going to talk about was um, <laughs> kind of this subtle psychological manipulation. Like their recruiting practices and collection practices, like are unnecessarily. Predatory psychologically. Is this your first? Ex- well, I mean, yes. No, I mean, it's. I'm not breaking new ground. These are obvious points, but I just pointing them out to for the benefit of our, of the people that may not have noticed because they're rereads like Pat, like Raz here. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait a minute, that's weird. Okay, so I, I'm going to completely derail your point here for a moment. Okay, to say you are the one data point I have. I've long since believed that people in the South say tards. People in the North <laughs> say rereads. Like so, people I know from like New York say Riri's. People in the South say Tards. Okay, to counter that, interesting, interesting I bug the trend. So Riri's an actual thing that y'all say? I thought y'all were just fucking with me. No, 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 no. no, no, no. That's a thing. <laughs> I, I, I did too. That's I like never... a JJ. It's a it's an established nomenclature. Yeah, no, that, that's fucking retarded. That's yeah, I've it, never heard of Riri until tonight. It, it is <laughs> yeah, said no, all I... the time, like Boston, New York, Connecticut, like all the huh. you know New England and and. North areas that Riri is the way you say retard. Okay, but here's the thing: like you've most of the people involved in this podcast have known me long enough to know that I pick and choose the best language (laughs) from every region. Because like I, when I want a Coca Cola, I request a soda. You are. I don't know that I'd say you. When (laughs) I talk to people, I refer to them as mate. When I sign off on an email, I say cheers. I adapt the best policies, or at least the most entertaining ones, from every region and dialect. I'll agree with, I'll agree with that. You are kind of a language magpie. 
that way. Cheers, mate. I'd like a soda. <laughs> so that's what I, that made I, me I think of. People chief all the time, and that annoys the crap out of me. I don't I do know. Like, chief is good until Halo <laughs> came around, and then it became Thanks, weird. Chief. It's stupid. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, so back to your I'm Easter observation. I'm not a man for you to call me chief. Yeah, sorry. Um, but no, so like what, what this church does, and they do this on all these like big, you know, these holidays when more people than usually come to church come is they do this things like, now we're going to sing a song or say a prayer or whatever. And if you're new to the church, wait, they don't do that just on Easter Sunday. They do that every single Sunday. Okay. Then that makes it worse. Just because you go then on that (laughs) Sunday. So they're like, if anyone's new, if anyone's not been here, raise your hand and are, and they have a weird term, it's like visitor specialists or something like that, are going to come and bring you a packet of information about our church and, you know, just in case you want to come back, which is fine. I'm fine with that. Lie on the ground, an indoctrination associate will be by pretty shortly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Uh, yeah, they they did that the last uh, like two Sundays ago. I went to the church that Megan goes to, and she's like, "Hey, raise your hand." I was like, "Oh, you cannot fucking you couldn't pay yeah. me enough money to no, raise my no. hand to these people." So yeah. they but always being do a that. guest of hers. You're technically not a a new like a first. Well, time. Well, no, it was the first time we had both gone. She had ra- she was oh. raising her hand. She's like, "Raise your hand." I was like, "Nope, you're on your own. Sorry, kid. <laughs> I'm a well, I'm gonna fake it till I make it." What's annoying is, like, if, they, if that was it, that'd be fine. They're like, oh, you know, you can fill out information and, and get information about the church. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Well, what they do is, like, the next song, they're like, okay, our, you know, fucking recruiters, whatever they call them, are going to co- now come back around, and they know who you are because these are the people that pass the shit out. They're going to come and collect them, you know? So it's like you're like, oh, fuck, they're going to come back to me, and I don't want to be in this creepy collective. But <laughs> – they, they know who I am because I raised my hand like a retard. You know, oh, what am I going to do? Us. Yeah, so people well, fill it out anyway, and then for the next millennia, you're getting emails from the fucking Sunrise Baptist people. That's not <laughs> cool. Well, like Raz, if you don't want to welcome packet, don't raise your hand. And then, okay, can we establish that collection plates are not necessary anymore? Like, you could be like, you know, as you leave... Please feel free to leave a small donation to help. No, no they're See, like, they, we're going to pass a... a plate around so your yeah. fucking fellow man can yeah. judge you. Yeah, no, that's exactly why it's done that way. And let yeah. me explain why this annoys me because <clears throat> I, was, I was in the office the other day and I looked down at my wife's desk and there's a check there and I'm like, what's this for? And I look and it's something like $200. <laughs> Not $200. It was, a, it, was a lot, it was more than $100. It was $7,000. <laughs> Way it was like a large sum, and it was made it was out. A check that said rent, and she had scratched it out and put church on it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was made out to the church, and I'm like, what? What the fuck are we giving the church? Like, is does the kid need like uh, a you know? Is there, are they doing like a field trip? She no, this is just you know, it's kind of. But a, you know, the, the the group shame of the collection plate is brilliant. It's why people like my grandparents still tithe a full 10% of their retirement income and also put money in the plate every Sunday. Yeah, it's, it's fucked up. It's great social engineering, but it's it's a dick move. It is really a dick move. Um, so, yeah, Ray, the um, it's funny you, you mentioned the, like, basket on the way out because my favorite church service I've ever been to, like, when we used to – I was raised Catholic. I think most of you know that. Um, my dad – in a true Catholic fashion, made he, fear, he fears penises. By the way, even his own. Yeah, every time he has a piss, he's like, "Ooh!" <laughs> um, in true Catholic fashion, my dad made uh, mass like feel like the greatest obligation in the world. There was nothing redeeming about it. It was just you fucking had to. And that included, like, when we went on family vacation and stuff. Like, he would find churches or any, you know, when there was a weekend, it was like, well, shit, we got to find a place to go to Mass. One time that we did this, because um, we had, you know, we were, like, he was in the Air Force and stuff. Um, we were on vacation, and we end up going to, the only Mass we can find is on a military base. So we actually got onto the military base and went to the military service at the chapel. It was a Catholic service at the chapel. Like, it, they had... They had a chapel that was general purpose, but they had different services there, and one of them mm-hmm. was Catholic. So we go there, and that's exactly what they did. Not only was it just, like, the best, you know, no bullshit, no, you know, it was just, you know, 
trying to be good about, you know, being good people and doing the, the good sides of religion. Um, and then, yeah, the, the end of it was like, you know, anything you can, you can kick in for us to sort of keep this thing going. There's a basket at the rear on your way out. And well, I was that'd like, be fine. I got so much respect for that. That's awesome. But what annoys me about the collection plate is like, I know full well my wife just gave like a hundred bucks to these people. But then when the, you know, we're sitting in the front and the collection plate comes back and I'm like, I'm just passing it down. And I know people are like, fucking cheap fat fuck, you know? <laughs> well, and I don't know if, I don't know if Baptists do this, but the, uh, the Catholics will often have a second collection for something like, you know, the St. Vincent de Paul society or some random sort of thing. And it's like it it does become this, int- this interesting like sociological experiment of you know who participated in the first offering, who is not right. participating in the second one, and the group dynamics of who is silently judging the yeah people. yeah like it, no, if we I, put if it you, all in one pot. We don't do a second um, passing. It is a second passing specifically for a second. I, I understand why they do it on a logistical level. It's like okay, this is for the church. This is for a charitable organization. <laughs> So if you want to split your money. Now see, for but, ours, they have little envelopes in the pew. So if you wanted to go to a specific thing, you write that on the envelope. And technically, so did they. In, in, they did the same, but they had separate collections mm-hmm. for the envelopes. Now that I think about oh, it. we don't do that. See, the, and the, I don't know. Like, yeah, the collection play thing kind of threw me. Um, another thing that threw me is like during the songs on these like big projectors they have, they kept showing like – fucking graphically violent imagery of the like the crucifixion i was like this is a big holiday like there could be kids involved is that really necessary i gotta get that guilt for real early yeah i don't know i don't know it's weird now one of the more uh interesting things and i think i don't know i may have mentioned this on the podcast before but christians especially baptists do this thing where they like during a song or like a long prayer they do this thing where um if if you're just part of the congregation, you raise one hand up, just kind of hovers <laughs> over your head. Oh no no no! I got something like, for that. Like you have to go to the bathroom or something. <laughs> go, go ahead, hon. Like no, let me go get it. Hold on a second. I, I think I know what you're talking about. It's like that that just above the head, like stop me if you've heard this one gesture. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, that's what you do if you're a member of the congregation. If you're one of the preachers or like a member, like an elevated member of the congregation, you do two hands. But you hold them kind of inward at each other, which to me makes it sound like every pastor is talking about either a big fish they caught or the size of their dick. (laughs) So like all the time when the preachers are singing, they hold their hands up and it's like, it's fucking three feet long, bitch. My Jesus dick is huge. Your position in the church is directly related. Related to uh, your ability to throw your hands in the air and exactly how much you care. Exactly. Quite <laughs> literally. <laughs> oh my god. See, that's something I've asked Megan about where I was like, why do why are there people raising their hands? What does that do? And she was like, well, that, you know, they're filled with the spirit. They think this and the other thing. I'm like, I don't... That, that can't be it. There has to be some yeah. other kind of... I think one person did it, and everybody else is kind of like, oh, is that what we're yeah. doing now? Well, it's and now it's mentality. enough people are doing okay, it so that the... people don't want to feel left out. You know, uh, one of the things, too, that I loved about this service was most of the services I've been to, they've covered, like, a large portion of the Bible, you know, talking about Easter or whatever. This This year... The guy literally picked like maybe two paragraphs and filled like an hour with it. <laughs> but he did it by just like embellishing things and telling those like I'm an I'm a lawyer from the deep south kind of non funny anecdotes. But he did this thing where he was just like it, it was basically one tiny passage from the Bible, but he managed to um he managed to represent it many ways, and my favorite way he did it was by representing Jesus as the ultimate coupon clipper. <laughs> because he kept going, he's like, let me tell you something. Jesus can save anywhere, anytime, <laughs> any place. If you need to save, Jesus is there, and he has one of those zipper bank envelopes full of coupons. Like, I mean, he just went on and on. He did hour. not talk about a coupon book. No, he didn't, but he went on <laughs> forever about the ability of Jesus to save. And I was like, we get it. We get it. Jesus has like one of those 16 meg memory cards. It's, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> well, maybe you get it, but someone else might not have. I, I suppose. Oh, shit. I almost forgot. When, when the guys are doing the My Jesus Dick is So Big thing, like during songs, 
one, there was like there were like two pastors, and like one would just talk about Jesus, and then the other one was actually leading the choir and singing about Jesus. And he yeah, did the this music thing. minister. Yeah, okay, the music minister. So his thing, which I found extremely entertaining, was he would they like everybody would be singing the song, and he would every time the Every time there was a lull in the lyrics, he would really fast say something. So it'd be like, Jesus is our Holy Spirit. All right, everybody, sing real fast right now. Here we go. Jesus is our... Let me hear it really fast because I know you want to do it really well. Jesus is... Like the song was interrupting something he wanted to say. Well, it's, it's like he's a DJ, like, <laughs> you know, um... The time is now six forty-five. You, you know, like yeah, traffic on four hundred one. Exactly, exactly. I listen to a lot of podcasts, and this American Life is is so good and funny and educational that like I almost want to abandon my marriage, become gay, and marry Ira Glass just so that when we go to bed at night, I can be like, tell me a story about something. <laughs> So I think uh, I think we gained cat just as you were professing your plan to um, become gay and bed down with Iraglass. <laughs> that is the exact first thing I heard. Look, if you're gonna become gay, so maybe there I are worse courses of action. <laughs> no, I think I think that you know that statement should be stood by. If yeah. I were a man, I would go gay for Ira. Yeah, I mean when 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 I think of. Um, Stereotypical gay. I think you know, gaunt, depressed Jewish guy. All right, so Ray, we can. I want to do the the WikiHow thing now that we got the the full boat. But I was gonna. Oh um, yeah. While, while you were gone, I was actually going to start with the first of probably several. Um, you know, uh, that thing from the '80s bits. And I guess what we've determined is that we now need to do game show style with, uh, with Ashley and Ray, like as as competitors. Uh-oh. Or Ashley, Ashley and, and King as competitors. Fucking okay. scotch, man. So, eighties competition. Yeah. Let's go. Hit us. Okay. okay so the the Do first it. one, the first one may be an easy one, but it was one I was like, I was looking for stuff, and I'm like, oh hell yeah, this is gonna be great. Oh okay. lord. Um, what was Rescue Nine One One? I remember that name. That's a pass, King. Uh, I'm I'm assuming it's a TV show. Strong I don't know if guess. that's enough. No, I mean, no, no. We, we need more. Yeah, wasn't it a TV show about making nine one one calls and then and? Is that the one with Shatner? <laughs> no. No, he's right. What? <laughs> really? Yes. Nice. Huh. That was that was the the TV show that was uh, reenactments of real life nine one one calls. And yeah. interviews with the people who were yeah. involved okay. and hosted by William Shatner. Which would have been infinitely better if he had done selections from the album Has Been afterwards. <laughs> it's like people call in on 911. He's like, I'm sure you think I should know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> you just skinned your knee. I can't get behind that. Um, okay, so I'm so proud that more than one person knows what the fuck I'm talking about. I've never been happier with my the selection of people I call friend. <laughs> I had no idea. I was talking that up to '80s goodness. All right, so what what's uh, what's new in the world of WikiHow? Okay, so this week there were two uh, standouts in the uh, the daily WikiHow selection. Uh, the first one that struck my fancy um, had the intro uh, paragraph, which is as follows. Does your cat need an extra layer of warmth because he has less fur or poor temperature control due to aging or illness? Sewing a cloak for your cat is a straightforward task, and you'll be able to do it easily by following these instructions and images for a simple fleece cat cloak. Yes, oh. it's or you can just put some cloak. fleece on the ground. You, you know that, like, um, <laughs> Ashley probably knows that, like, international pain scale that's just, like, a bunch of cartoon photos of people, like, people's faces that you're the supposed faces, to say. faces, yes. Yeah, you're supposed to pick mm-hmm. where on that scale you feel, you know. Flex scale? There, yes. there should be, like, an international, um, international, like, how depressed are you? And one of the, the little marker points is you have sewn a, a cloak for your cat. <laughs> 
So, so I have to share something. I um, for science fair. I don't know if you guys like remember doing science fair, but for science yes. fair in uh, sixth grade, I, <laughs> I, I devised something that was also for a cat and mayonnaise sandwich. It got me in a lot of <laughs> it got me in a lot of trouble with my classmates. Um, we had recently taken one of our many family cats to the vet to like get shots, and the cat understandably hated getting shots and like clawed up the vet. So my sixth grade science fair project was a cat restraint unit unit. <laughs> I, I like built a wood platform and like a padded bed that had like restraints for all four paws and the neck of the cat. <laughs> oh oh my God. God. So there's no way that could have been confused with a cat torture device. I'm no chance. Feline <laughs> I mean, That was my story. I stuck to it. This is um, for posterity, so be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bad person. I love cats. Oh. My, my. Okay, so she loves cats. <laughs> she loves to hear the screams of cats. Now that, well, now that okay, we're past all the... the restraints were padded and like felt lined. <laughs> no, no, the the restraints were fine. It was the the, the bed of needles that was the problem. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to remember the name of the faces scale. It's the Wong Baker scale. <laughs> that doesn't sound wholesome at all. Oh, like is that the is that where you like point to a face to say like what how much pain you're in? Yeah. Yes, it's got faces from a super happy smiley face to a frowny face with um, tears that zero through ten. Could cats point to this chart? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, theoretically, I suppose they could, but I don't know that they would recognize that it meant anything. <laughs> it's a little different. It's like a, a, a small cartoonist rendition of a cat peeing on something you like versus like a dog biting your ass into. <laughs> I'm just thinking there's the, the internet is ripe for a, uh, a cat meme based version of this where the pictures are actually cats. Like you have cheeseburger <laughs> at the happy end and, <laughs> and no cheeseburger at the sad end and either shocked cat or I brought you a cookie cat at the far end. Yeah, and like you know, number five is serious cat. Just just to have a neutral. <laughs> should I uh, should I go with the second WikiHow entry of the week? Might as well. WikiHow. Okay. Um. This this is, you know, the the picture of the person we've been painting with these various WikiHow entries is only accentuated by this entry. How to write good status updates on Facebook. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Facebook isn't in its infancy anymore, and your status update shouldn't be either. It's time to get savvy about writing status updates that intrigue, interest, and inspire your friends and anyone else who can glimpse them. Here are some you know, suggestions. Exactly. What I love is the graphic that it goes along with this entry is just a quote that says, My stomach deeply regrets that muffin. <laughs> how 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 modern is that? That's like the the cosmopolitan like you know six new traps uh, six new tricks to like you know get your man crazy in bed, but for fucking passive aggressive social network hounds. <laughs> oh dear, I love the wiki house so much. I would give them slightly less money than Ira Glass. <laughs> how much on the on the forget the money on the uh, on the gay cuddling scale? How much do they get? They get a half-hearted um, reach around while I'm falling asleep. <laughs> exactly. I think that's the best action they're going to get this month. Live with it. <laughs> oh, um, okay. Oh, shit, I got to jump topics, and I apologize. But did anybody but me? watch the Mr. T cartoon in the 80s? I, I saw some of it, yes. I've okay. seen clips since, but no. Alright, now this might be, might be some half-hearted, remembered, drunken tangent. I, I could be wrong on this, so correct me if I'm wrong. But if I recall correctly, that cartoon involved Mr. T 
traveling around the country with like an Olympic team of gymnasts that were teenagers. Mm-hmm. Is that, am I right? Okay. They were um, athletes. I'm not sure they were Olympic Olympians, but they were definitely like star athletes. Yeah. And he was, no, he was I want to believe that it was like the Peter, uh, 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 what is it? Peter Jackson and the Olympians. That's what I want to believe it is. <laughs> Percy Jackson. So, but, but he was their coach. Am I, is that, am I remembering that right? I don't know. So at this point, unfortunately, a lot of my memories of it have been tainted by the um, the Saturday Night Live parody of it later. Drink your milk, eat your yeah, exactly. Um, Megan says he was the coach. Megan says what? That he was the coach. Okay, so he was the coach. Now here's here's where it gets creepy to me. Do you remember him teaching them anything, or even doing anything remotely acrobatic over the course of that show, ever? Or was he just? Was some... there any real training? Yeah, like I think he just wanted to hang out with svelte young teens because <laughs> he never did anything that would like advance their career that I remember. You, you bite your tongue. Watch what you say about Mr. T. According to Megan, all he did was clap his hands. <laughs> that was his job on the show. I'm assuming also calling people foos. <laughs> Well, I, I I think chances are most of his actual you know if you wrote out a job description, um, most of the daily tasks are pitying. <laughs> are you raking leaves? It sounds like he's cleaning a litter box. <laughs> Dude, that's what I was thinking. I was like, is she outside? Like she's like, man, I never raked up all what? these leaves. Okay, now we I am behind. You can't just throw this into the chat like a throwaway thing. Ray, okay, are you following this link? What am I linking? What? No, no. What? What Leslie just posted? Oh, okay. See, I was way down up high. Let's see. Let's oh. see. What... Oh dear. Whoa. Oh. I mean, this needs the, the full truth. <laughs> Oh, geez. Well, I'm going to let Leslie handle this. I'm going to pass the torch for a minute. Ooh, okay. Um, he just wants well, to say the word belly button. This is, <laughs> this is a very serious topic that's near and dear to my heart, and I think that you guys should take it seriously. Um, it's how to clean your belly button, and, and I would like to take a line from the wiki and warn everybody that um, this may hurt. Um, what? <laughs> You're going to be but, cleaning your pancreas through the belly button. <laughs> it, it might hurt. I, I just, I, uh, I don't know how I stumbled across this one, but um, I mean, it involves lines such as, if it smells, then use some swabs and repeat the process. So, Which um, is good if, advice for so many things you might undertake. <laughs> if it smells, do it again. Um, yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, I don't know if I've ever seen this product that's apparently Naval Fresh Spray. Um, that's all caps. I mean, that's like, you know, proper capitalization. Like, I've never heard of it. <laughs> are, are any of you users of uh, Naval Fresh Spray? I cannot say that I Not am. Not since the incident. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, that sounds kind of like nasonix. So, no. If you can't tell, it's working. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was dishonorably discharged, so I'm not really supposed to talk about it. Well, just spray twice into your newly cleaned belly button after following the, the first steps of this wikiHow, And um, not only will your navel be clean, but it will smell fresh. And if it doesn't, you know, use some swaps and repeat the process. My, <laughs> Until my, it does smell that's good. All I got. My, my that's favorite all I got. part of this is actually step nine, which is not step at all. <laughs> Step nine, hope, hope this helped. Is this good luck, fuckers? <laughs> That's what you say at the end of an email when you're like, I don't fucking know, this may do it. That's, Here's hoping your stink hole problem is over with. I don't know, Chad, what to do? That's, 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 the you... wiki hel- that's the wiki hell oh, version geez. of... Uh, of uh, dot 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 question mark profit. <laughs> I just looked at Kat's link. Oh, God. You're welcome. Oh, I I would be uh, I would be criminally remiss if I didn't mention um, since I was talking earlier about uh, my lack of job prospects that Patrick uh, King came up with the most fantastic uh, scenario for an HR employee I have ever heard in my life. 
Okay, so, um, <laughs> okay, like you had feared, Ray, I have no idea what we were talking about. Uh, I, I wrote it down, and the, the first line in it was Gobl- or, um, David Bowie, Goblin King of HR. <laughs> Dude, I would work for him anywhere. Basically, <laughs> it's like it's like yeah, he's a pretty good HR guy, but when <laughs> whenever you're walking to work, you have to walk through an MC Escher painting to get to him. <laughs> we um, I was I was lamenting about how um the the company that I left, uh, the people that replaced me have been unable to complete some tasks, and so they brought me back on a contract basis for a day to, to fix a bunch of shit. And I told the uh, King that it was like, when I go in tomorrow, just anytime anyone in management says anything to me, I'm just going to imagine myself saying, you have no power over me. And they just explode in a wave of David Bowie feathers. <laughs> and yeah. he's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, Oh, David Bowie would be the best HR person. You just go in like, can I have next Friday off? And he's like, I change the hours for no one. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, that's good. Every both. shift I've changed, I've changed for you. That I got a you time off for no one. <laughs> that veered a little more Michael McDonald for some reason. <laughs> well, I'm not what a singer. Who believes? So on 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 the topic of uh, of terrible music, I had a um, I don't know if this is this has really got enough meat on the bones for a recurring bit, but it would certainly be a, a good one shot. Uh, and that and that is a this is a group exercise. I don't, I don't know if we can organize a, a queue of of responses or what. But if you had a year to plan a, a million dollar budget um, and complete legal immunity, um, what kind of torture and or murder could be one, could be the other? You're not you're not limited. Um, could be both, whatever you want. For the fucking band from the freecreditreport.com commercials. It would definitely involve like slicing armpits and like knee joints with razor blades and then drop uh, them into a vat of rubbing alcohol. Amateur. Oh my god. <laughs> Why would you think that? Okay. Uh, See, here's what you do. Ray has a has a has a C and Rays happening here. The first thing you need is a secluded area. This is going to be some <laughs> kind of freestanding shed, like a like maybe like an abandoned barn. Okay, <laughs> you hang these people from their toes. Now you'd be surprised how Tony much uh, weight an average toe can hold. So it'll work at least for a couple of days. Um, you want the dust factor for this. Okay, you start by buying small suppositories. That you then slice open with a razor and insert a thumbtack into before administration. Um, it then moves onward to small paper cuts to the webbing between toes as they're being stretched and also to the underside of the tongue. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is clearly... I'm never going to cross you. This is, clearly, this is clearly in the torture category. Uh, do you do you have a duration of torture before you either escalate torture or or move on to murder? Anything beyond a week, you you get that time dilation effect where it just all blends together. There's no point in torture, torturing anyone beyond a week. At that point, you <laughs> then a... you then kill. This is a good rule of thumb and something that I think would make the great basis for a WikiHow article. Well, I like to think of worse things <laughs> ever as an how to torture the band problem. from those stupid commercials. Okay, so so where do you go after uh, after the week once once you've hit your fucking point of diminishing returns on paper cut torture? <laughs> what, you where hire do you go uh, Daniel there? Tosh well, and um, the other douchebag comedian, and you just have them uh, uh, go into the room and not be funny. Well, can we um, can we assume that the the members of this band are all male? I, I believe they are based based on okay. the advertisement. They all are. Okay, they all have shitty this- credit. We know that. You, you basically bind their ankles. You tie those ankles to a far wall with a rope. You bind their wrists and tie that to the opposite wall with a rope so that they cannot reach their testicles with their hands under any circumstances. <laughs> you then bind their testicles to the former rope and put an explosive device approximately three yards away from them so that they can crawl to the explosive device to disable it, but it will rip off their genitals. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay, that's... 
that's certainly escalating in a saw esque um, fashion. I, I think Cat Cat offered a suggestion, but uh, King, I would ask you to clarify who you were referring to about the uh, the other terrible comedian because there are just so many possibilities. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the Daniel Cook, or no, is that, yeah. what's his name? Daniel Cook. Tosh. <laughs> Daniel Cook. No, Dane Cook. There you go. Okay, so you you two were in agreement then. Oh right, right. Yeah. See, so I, comedian. I, I, or <laughs> are you? Wait a minute. Are you referring to? Um, oh no, God, I'm saying I've... some of his stand-up bits can be uh, humorous. I'm saying they just need to both go in there and just be douchebags. Uh huh. Like not not even try to be funny, just be annoying. It'd be the best torture. I mean, you guys are all going for the physical pain, and that's kind of like making me wince over here, so I'm going for the emotional, <laughs> psychological. And we need a full, I mean, mm-hmm. we need to really flesh this out. I think you need a, a, a two-pronged approach. You need, when they start to become desensitized to raise physical pain, that's when you hit them with the emotional and, and psychological pain. And I think, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a good start. You get, uh, you know, I, if, even if you had, not in the flesh, but just li- uh, recorded material from Daniel Tosh. Like, I was trying to say... Um, Louis C.K. 2.0, and I apologize because the time has passed. That would be Dane Cook for the uninitiated. And I've follow. killed it. Yeah, I don't follow. Um, <laughs> Dane Cook was accused, his his first album that with all the material that broke him out and made him a superstar was mm. basically cribbed from comedian Louis C.K. Ah, okay, I hadn't heard yeah. that. I mean, there's a bunch of... Sorry, I'm a comedy nerd, and I apologize. I'm not I, sure I've I ever understood you why Dan Cook became a superstar. Period. So it's it's energy. His presentation is, is very striking ugh. in the comedic landscape of the the 2000s. Ugh. But his material is is mostly cribbed and mostly mundane. It's all his delivery. <clears throat> He's supported yeah, it's, by it, the he doesn't tell jokes. jokes. He just kind of dances around on screen. What was that cap? I said he's supported by the very powerful hair product guild (laughs) (laughs) that's like the illuminati where they're like (laughs) we we must work uh kangaroo semen into our next product (laughs) i i love that concept i imagine that the um the guild of hair product is kind of like the the league of evil exes from scott pilgrim (laughs) (laughs) i'm seeing it more as as a zoolander thing actually uh you know, I keep trying to you know, like find alternative employment now that I find myself in the merry position of being unemployed and, and able to clean garages. But um, if I have my if I have my druthers, my ideal scenario would be that some corporation would back me, or I would become independently wealthy and and basically fuck with people for a living. And having been unemployed, I've decided the best paid way to fuck with people is by um, interviewing for positions. <laughs> Allow me to elaborate, Sir Patrick. Um, I want to go and do a job interview, but I want to bring someone else with me, and I want to explain to them that they're my legal counsel, they're my lawyer, <laughs> and that they're just gonna—they're just gonna sit on the sidelines and just as the interviewer asks questions, just every now and then, the lawyer just like taps me on the shoulder and does the uh-uh symbol yeah. with his hands. <laughs> <going>. <laughs> So, like, they ask if you're, you know, a self-motivated person. Like, your lawyer just, like, is over and, like, yeah. you go, on yeah. advice of my attorney, I, uh, I, I should I'm going to have to plead the fifth on that one. Uh, or maybe or, he could lean over and whisper something in your ear and then you go, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and say or, something strange and off the wall. Or, or like, um, you know how every job interview at the end they're like, so do you have any questions for me? And just be like, um, do you have any on-site daycare or, or is there any situation where I would be within 200 feet of children under the age of eight uh, no re- just checking just checking I mean if so that'd be fantastic yeah our, what, what, okay the lawyer says I can't Never mind. Still yeah, th- within a thousand feet of any like schools or libraries right yeah. <laughs> so so in your handbook in your employee handbook are, are are these policies about corporate theft or just sort of guidelines <laughs> <laughs> now, is the dress code optional? Because I, I, I really have some nice shorty shorts. Uh, no, I was just going to say, so uh, speaking about, uh, well, they weren't there, but uh, how Megan was talking about losing weight and everything. She recently came back from Dallas, and she's got a really nice Nintendo shirt here. It's like the it's like a, just the classic one-up symbol, uh, the mushroom. But she bought it in a 2X, and she's like... 
here, I bought you a shirt. It's a 2X. Maybe that'll be some incentive. And she said it kind of like one of those, the gauntlets laid, motherfucker. <laughs> and it was, oh, I see. I interpreted it was one of those. I was like, oh, bring it on. That's that's interesting. So, you know what I like about that story the most? More more than the fact that she's passive-aggressively sort of setting you up to join her in weight loss. Um is the fact that you started it out like, you know, talking about the town, like, you know, it's it's a it's a great place. She's got roots here. She's she's got a great Nintendo shirt here. See, I read <laughs> it that differently. As he was describing it, it made it sound like she was suddenly clues like, you know, if you could fit into a two X shirt, we might have to uh, you know, requisition Leslie's pussy restraint that she went on about. <laughs> Well, I have to be up at 6 in the morning, so I'm going to bow out now. Help. For shame. Mm. Baby, <laughs> take that, estrogen. Uh. <laughs> I have yeah, to go to work tomorrow. Out. My wife is playing with Legos. I win. Uh. <laughs> so. Well, I have to go save children's lives tomorrow, so I have to kind of be coherent. And awake. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I mean, Take yeah that, all she does is slackers. focus on helping old people. So, <laughs> I mean, not not to diminish what you do, but it's not like you're performing open heart surgery on the children, right? I am not. No, no. really. Uh, no, uh, that that's actually what happens. Whenever uh, adults are for full grown, like fully functioning <laughs> doctors, children because they're smaller, you can actually hand that off to a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> At work, everybody has a team badge because what whoever your supervisor is, they have like a team badge or whatever. And um, the guy who uh, is the head of our team, he cho- he has like a, a decal of Iron Man on the badge. So I'm walking through the aisles and I work at a call center and I'm answering people's questions because I uh, you know walk around and just answer uh, stupid questions that they have. And this one guy – now, to paint the picture, this is a bl- big – like scary looking thugged out black guy like the kind of guy where you're like i'm going to get shot if i ever mess with this guy right he's standing there and he just looks at me kind of incredulously he stands up he goes man look at this shit i was like look at what shit and he goes look at this got iron man on your fucking he ain't even a real superhero i was like well i mean not really he goes he got he's like he got no powers nothing just a fucking rich man in a suit. I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of... Okay, I was like, Iron Man kind of, is that's... just Batman if he was, like, lazy. What? Well, no, I said... I said he, but it's well, the context. He's just you didn't expect it. Batman. And he says, you best watch the way you goddamn talk about Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like to meet this gentleman. I worked um, kind of a pseudo-apprenticeship under a tattoo artist and um i've encountered many strange individuals that wanted to make a social statement with their bodies and and i feel that puts me in a unique position to comment on the stupidity of people with their body you can probably count you can probably count me in that bracket i have several tattoos and piercings but there is a point where even i go like really you're gonna put put that on you are you, are you sure about that? The most fun I had was um, I saw a gentleman come in, and he was not like a pussy. He, he, he was hardcore <laughs> thug. And he came in, and he's like, what I want is a picture of Jesus carry, excuse me, carrying the two tablets of the Ten Commandments, and I want it tattooed on my inner chest. Here's the gotcha, though. I want Jesus with dreadlocks. Now, watching a gentleman get, like, really detailed dreadlocks tattooed on his nippular area is is horrible. (laughs) I'm not even going to try to explain (laughs) the horrifying pain that is involved in that scenario. It is mortifying. So I need – we've known each other a fair amount of time. I feel like we have a pretty good understanding – this is a side of Ray I had no idea, okay. and I I want I want some like um, let me investigative let me journalism style like like how how did you come to this job? Okay, as 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 the rappers in the group might say, let me put this on wax right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I consider Patrick to be chief among, like, if I was going to do a adolescent grade school girls journal list of, like, BFFs, I consider Patrick to be chief among them. Not only as, like, one of my best friends, but but as one of the people that I relate to the most, like, Wonder Twin style. Yeah, okay? Kindred spirits, I believe, is what we call them. Very much a kindred spirit. And, uh, okay, so basically... Pre-Ashley era Ray, I lived in the southeast Statesboro, Georgia area, and uh, was previously engaged to, um, let's see, how should I put this delicately, a horrifying, (laughs) um, two-timing, disastrous bitch. Oh, I remember the the story of the walk. Yes, I I recall this woman. Oh, yeah, let's not even get into that. But um, she had aspired to be an artist in many factions. And at some point she decided the faction she could most easily deal with at the time was that of a tattoo artist. So she became apprentice to a gentleman that ran a tattoo establishment in Statesboro, Georgia. Um, This would be, Oh God, what's his name? Jeremy Sapp, Jeremy Sapp, who, if you can still find him in uh, Statesboro, Georgia is a, a fantastic tattoo artist. Um, he did the soul tattoo I have. Um, yeah, basically became apprentice to him. And if you knew this bitch as I do, that means I was also an apprentice to him. So, yeah, learned a lot of interesting things, saw a lot of interesting things. This gentleman, in fact, uh, that ran the tattoo shop I was uh, working apprenticing in, um, he met his uh, current uh, wife and uh, then fiance. Basically, she came in wanting a tattoo uh, in the sort of tramp stamp area, which ended in an erotic encounter in the tattoo salon. So and, yeah, you, you, you know you are a masochist Blood. when getting a tattoo Sorry. leads to that. I'm revealing perhaps a bit too much, and yet I don't mind because um, – What's the word? Oh, yes. Shots. It's time for shots. Yeah, I got another uh, glass of scotch. Like, I don't know if you heard that ice happening. And so I, got, I got more scotch happening. Um, okay, so I have two. two I have two, and I'm going to go with the harder one. But I think the, the less hard one That's is That's what actually, she said. Yeah. Ooh, sorry. I, I knew uh, I set myself oh. up for that. Um, the, the less hard Boners. one is, is actually better uh, for conversation, <laughs> which is also what she said. But, um, okay. <laughs> Let's go with this one. So, um, what wait, was... wait, is this the hard boner or the soft boner? This is the hard boner. <laughs> okay. Um, what was the noid? Like yo noid. The noid. Uh, in yo noid or something else? What? Something else. Wasn't oh, that the, um, the? Okay, this is not me. This is the, the, the thing. Okay, the sorry. pizza stealing alien. Was he an alien? Elaborate but on. He was that. the pizza stealing guy, right? He ruins pizzas. What? Wait, why would he ruin a pizza? Why doesn't he just take it? Why does any That's just malicious? Do- I can understand if you're a hungry alien. He's, he's not walking the, around. People he's not the fucking hamburger dude. He he's he he's hungry. He, it, it's a little more postmodern than that. Okay, he's Wait. eating pizzas for the joy. Hey, no, the hey on, on the topic of ruining pizzas. No, on the topic of, uh... <laughs> I just imagine this alien going, "I'm a fucking ruin this pizza. Watch this shit." <laughs> He's standing outside your window. Ah, oh, yeah, it's cold. Fuck you guys. No, um, <laughs> sorry, that's really funny to me. Uh, on the topic of the Hamburglar, what the fuck? They've served a million people, but they can't let one fucking guy have a hamburger. He had to resort to fucking thievery. He can't afford a dollar for a fucking hamburger, dude. You're, you're bullshit. Trying, you're trying to apply like Donald's just uh, telling lies. You're you're trying to apply like uh, uh, philanthropic logic to a world that includes a creature like the grimace. Nothing can kill the grimace. Exactly. Um, Atomic okay. weapons only. Okay, so that that bombed pretty oh bad. Oh my god, Megan just uh, okay. <laughs> Megan just uh. Told me that it's because it's to uh, trick kids into eating their food before they get a uh, before they get their toy. You can't have your fucking toy yet. The hamburger's gonna eat your food, so eat your cheap food. 
I miss the Noid. The Noid represents the final era in the past couple of decades where Domino's Pizza was a viable option for hungry people. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm prepared to admit that it was ever, even in the time of the Noid, really a viable. It was. Like, it was. It was tomato okay. sauce covered cardboard. Then. Clearly, you come from <laughs> poor. Uh, clearly, you come from less poor salt than myself. No, 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 no. no. I'm not saying. Let me not, say it. I'm not saying I didn't Sir have Patrick. Oh no! It's because he lives in California now, where they've got all those. Uh, uh, yeah, those now he's all pizzas. like California Pizza Kitchen. I can have chicken and tomatoes no. on my pizza. California. Wait, wait, wait! I can't have sun-dried tomato basil pizza. Fuck you guys! No, no. Where are my fucking bananas? You have never seen a fat fuck hit his knees faster. <laughs> <laughs> then I would asking for photographic evidence of myself in the same occupiable space as Adam West because, and I believe I've mentioned this before, he smells like justice. <laughs> even at a free, even at a free cakes for blowjobs booth, not as fast, not as fast, not even a question. <laughs> Is there such a booth? <laughs> it would get a lot of. <laughs> what kind of cake? These are important questions. I I like to believe that there would be an inordinate amount of carrot cake involved in this scenario. Mm. Carrot cake? Oh man! Oh 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 oh. Well, yeah, I guess that's that's the ultimate question, philosophical Ow. question. You know, we talked about artists and poop and and boobs and lots of other weighty issues, but our ultimate philosophical question is: What kind of cake is worth taking a shot in the mouth? Because let me let me clarify: Is this a certified disease-free individual with no shot in the mouth? No, no. I mean, you're you're you're. No, you're swallowing the gravy. You got to work the shaft. Cut the balls. <laughs> no, I, I'm just saying, like, like if it if it boils down to me giving a little a little. Look, if you're uh, gonna do it, man, do it right. I'm just saying, you know, it's if it's. You're gonna down- expect a woman to take the shot. You got to take the shot if you're down there. Th- these are these are relevant questions if you're really seriously considering the the pros and cons. Cat, in your own words, express to everyone here and everyone listening why they should have 30s era hairstyles and why those hairstyles should be decidedly red. And go. Because they're hot. Thank you. And do, I have, do I have more time? <laughs> okay. This has been a public service announcement from Ray's Boners. best watch the way you goddamn talk about Batman. <laughs> <laughs>